Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke, and I'm BJ. And uh, it's been it's been a good it's been a good week. I've been you're probably listening to this episode at a decent time, not waiting two weeks between episodes like the last few. Hopefully, <laughs> I oh no, I'm I'm making a point now. Like, um, at the very least, Wednesday nights, even uh-huh. if I have to work, that I'm gonna start editing, like just off rip. So hopefully. From this point forward, I'm making a promise to the audience and to BJ. If normal circumstances, these things will be out Thursdays. I'm making Thursdays the release date for this podcast. All right. So we're going to try every Thursday. Obviously, BJ runs the social media. So if I if I can't make it, I'll have him post something about it. be like in the stories or whatever. But Thursdays will be our podcast days. And then if we have an extra one, like our aforementioned I guess, not, I guess I can't use aforementioned yet. Our our Fast and Furious drunk episode, no, or we, any or any drunk movie episode, those will just happen. Yeah. So we're I, I'm gonna They'll try be scattered and, about. Yeah. So those those are gonna be kind of the the fun. Let's do them here and there. Mm-hmm. Whereas our regular podcast will be Thursdays. So I guess that's our little uh, rigmarole out the way. BJ, what have you been playing? Well, uh, I was I was super into Crypt of the Necrodancer. That was pretty much all I was playing. And then uh, I decided to turn on my PS5 for once. And I've been playing almost nothing but Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so before, <laughs> before we get into this, all right? A little background. I let BJ borrow the game. So he did not pay for it. He didn't buy it like mm-hmm. he... He didn't. He didn't support CD Projekt Red's garbage ass studio. And for it's right now. not on launch, and it's not on a base PS4. Yes, that's also important. That is very important. But also, to to reiterate, because what when he's saying this, I played Cyberpunk mm-hmm. on a base or on an Xbox One X without Wi-Fi, so I had day zero, no patches. So I got the full extent of oh shit. Yeah. Right. And then I got a patch. It was fine, but I decided, screw it. I'll double dip, and I bought it for the PlayStation so I can play my PS5. I like this game. It's got its faults, but I do like this game. I think it's got some good characters. It's got a great story, and I like the world. So that's my opinion on Cyberpunk. BJ, what do you think of Cyberpunk 2077? I really like it. Like, it's solid. Um, I've had a couple of glitches here and there but you know i grew up on bethesda games Mm -hmm. so that's that's basically the level that it's at now i don't know how bad it was at launch very bad now it's just like new vegas or something i had i had a mission where it was it was the beginning mission where you're going to find sandra dorset like the tutorial mission oh yeah and jackie just t-posed the whole way through (laughs) like i kid you not it's just just like sliding through the level did he have the guns in his hands yes yes my favorite one too was he he was he was scratching his his ear and he had the gun in his hand yeah. so it's like bro are you good yeah uh, I really like Jackie Jackie's great he's he's amazing um, my sister's actually been playing it a lot too I went with the nomad route she's going through Street Kid so it's very interesting to see you know how those intro missions are different um, but like I've I don't know if I should spoil it or not. I mean, the game has been out long enough, and I feel like... Don't spoil, like... 
I mean, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. I'll 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 be vague as possible, okay. but still spoilers for Cyberpunk. Um, I've met Johnny Silverhand, and I've had plenty of interactions with him so far. Um, I love the relationship there. Uh, he such an asshole. Yeah, like major it, asshole. It's so good. Now, I love that the game allows you to both disagree hard or full-on embrace. Yeah. Like, your dialogue option. Then you have the generic, like, eh, I don't care. But you can full-on, like, agree with him about some shit. And he says some fucked shit. Yeah. Like, you haven't even seen the worst of it. Like, throughout the game, like, later when you meet, like, full-on, like, prostitutes and stuff, he says some fuck shit. And it's like, bro... Yeah, but um, yo, John Johnny Silverhand's great. Yeah, the voice work is absolutely amazing. It's Keanu. What do you expect? But um, there's a interlude mission where you play as Johnny, and that was really hype. It's such a good mission. That gun that he has, the spinning. I gotta find that. In the oh, main you get game. it. You get it. Yes. There, there is a specific mission. You get that, and and I guess kind of spoil. Whatever. You get you get the gun and his Porsche. Nice. So it's like I I did nothing but ride that Porsche, and then that was my main pistol. Once yeah. I got it, it, it I will say it is not nearly as powerful as as, as yeah. Because that's the thing is they want you as Johnny to feel like a badass, and they do a really good job. Yeah, definitely. It's still a good gun, like hands down. But yeah, but uh, yeah, really solid. I like just driving around. The music in the game is fucking amazing. Um. Like, I I really like all this, like, world-building stuff and character moments because it's, like, it feels like a realistic city and a realistic world with some weird shit thrown in there. But they do it in such a way where it's written, for the characters at least, where it still feels realistic and grounded. Um, so the story is definitely where this game shines. Um, I've had a really good time upgrading my weapons and just crafting in general uh usually that like make or breaks something like this for me is if the crafting is bad um but like you know all the weapons i have i really like there's a lot of variety in the weapons even within like subclasses of shotgun and stuff um and then there's fucking katanas in this game dude and you can just do samurai shit with people with guns and it makes you feel like a badass the game does a really good job of that. Like, the biggest, so my biggest problem with Cyberpunk is its RPG elements are very lacking. Yeah. It is very much a, like, first person story game with light RPG elements. It feels like the closest thing I can compare it to is if Far Cry 5 had a Blood Dragon mode. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that checks out, honestly. Cause yeah, I mean that's kind of it's it's Far Cry, but in future a future city, but then dialogue options. Yeah, and th and that's the thing, a lot of the di and I think I've said this before, but a lot of the dialogue options are very much just all right. Just go through each one. The end is going to be the same. You don't really change much mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things, but they let you change some outcomes of side missions and some important missions. But all in all, it's like eh, okay, I guess. But there are some good. Um, there's some really good like. Especially with how you react to Johnny and some of the characters you talk to, the endings can differ. Yeah, and I really like that. Um, it feels to me like my decisions are making a difference so far. So, I really like that. It's keeping me more engaged. Uh, what are you, you playing, male or female? Uh, male. Uh, I, uh, I have to mention this. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the character creator 
and uh, my sister was watching, and uh, it got down to the piercings section, and I think it's number four is almost exactly what I have in real life, so I was freaking the fuck out, dude. Even down to, like, the black spikes. Love it. Um, the female V, mm-hmm. if you ever decide to replay the game, is Makoto's voice actor for Persona 5. Really? Yep. I didn't, I didn't same, pick that out. Same one. Well, because the only thing they have you choose the voice is they say, I'm V. Yeah. And there's not really much you get. Which, I'm going to be real, I love her voice, and I think she's a great voice actress. There's something about male V's voice that gritty just like eh, like kind of scummy I love works for Night City the thing with the male voice in that game is like you know it's hard but then there are these moments of softness where he like kind of lets go of the gravel and has a softer tone it really like fits yeah I think uh, again they're, they're definitely the game definitely could have been better I think anybody who plays it can tell you that yeah like no, sure. nobody's gonna defend what CD Projekt did Mm-hmm. Right, and if you do, you're just a liar or you're ignorant. They shouldn't have done what they did. They should have pushed the game back as much as they should have to make sure it was finished and put yeah. out. And you know they're they're making a point to try and fix all the stuff. And then hey, they're gonna they're gonna release DLC. They're gonna do other patches that add stuff in. They they're definitely not giving up on the game. At least it seems like it. So yeah. I'm I'm very excited about that because you know. Say what you will about this. This game is still one of the highest sold games. It's still really well regarded in some circles, and I guarantee you. If, again, we, this is made all the time. But if No Man's Sky and Fallout 76 can survive, yeah, Cyberpunk this, is not gonna die. I think it's gonna go far. Like the groundwork is definitely there. They just need to add some fixes here and there, and then just you know pile more content on top of that. But what's already in there? There's a lot of stuff to do. Even before you get out of Act 1, there's a ton of side missions. Um, The only thing that I noticed that, like, I felt like definitely should have been in the game, not having much prior knowledge about it, is um, being able to change, like, your character's look in the game super, like, hard. They... There should be a hairdresser. Yeah. There should be, like, plastic surgeons... And you should definitely be able to make yourself look way more robotic. Because, like, my thing, I, I, this is going to sound kind of cringe, but uh, I was making my character and I gave him, like, the in-game Hawkeye haircut because I was like, maybe that would look good. I've been thinking about getting that lately. But uh, in some scenes, it just doesn't, like, when he looks in the mirror, it doesn't look the way I want it to. So I would love to be able to change that, but right now I just can't. You're not gonna for the yeah. whole game. So. Uh, I, that's why for me, I just always pick the most like that's it's fine generic haircut. I mean, I just I always pick just the the shaved like short hair shaved side thing. I don't know. I've I've gone from like in all the older games. Like, you can see some of my older games I've played. Mm-hmm. It's like looking like some emo weeaboo assassins <laughs> to now just generic dude. Yeah. So like I've gotten less creative in character customization now. That's but, what growing up is. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> It kind of sucks, but at the same time, I'm never unhappy with my character because I'm always like, yeah, it looks fine. Whereas everybody else goes, oh, but they don't have the hairstyle I want. Every game has the short cropped hairstyle. Yeah. So I'm never unhappy with that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, that's actually kind of cool, though. I, I, I was wondering when you were going to play it. So in my head, I'm like, hey, he's probably going to like put it off for a bit. I've be been like, holding off telling you about it because I wanted it to be like yeah. on the show. Sick. 
I can't wait to see like you know where you go like which uh, I guess you really only have two options for romance but who you who are you gonna romance like which ending all the stuff there right now I'm I don't I don't know how vast the romancing goes you say there's only like two there's four total and technically so if you're straight you get one mm-hmm. if you're gay you get one if you're bi you don't really care you have two options okay so you and since you're playing as a dude you have Pan Am and Carrie those are your two I don't think I've met either of those characters no. yet you, you're gonna have to go out of your way to meet Carrie Pan Am is straight up main story I was hoping to uh, be able to romance Judy she lesbian bro uh, yeah, yeah I guess but that's how it always goes for me anyway so <laughs> no <laughs> it's just like real life <laughs> No, that's that was my that was one of my biggest things. Like, if you're gonna do four romance options, they're all bisexual. Do I do not care? Yeah. Like, just make them all player sexual or whatever. Cause like, yeah, I get it. People really love Judy, so there you go. Like, she's got her own little fan base, and I think it's great. Yeah. But and and for reasons like it's because people can latch onto her and go, oh sweet, that's cool. Uh, but that's what about those who don't like Judy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, you're you're a girl, you're into other girls, and you don't like Judy's aesthetic? Just sucks for you, I guess. Same with like being gay. Like if you ha- if you're gay, you only have Carrie. What if you don't like Carrie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, other th- other than that, I mean, the game, I'd say the game is a solid like 7.5 out of 10 for me. Like all in all, when I take everything into account, it's a good game. It's definitely got flaws, but I was able to enjoy it. I would so, say, despite its flaws, definitely worth playing, um, especially if you can find a sale, which Black Friday's coming up in November, so be on the lookout for that, because it's worth it. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I I kind of need to turn on my Xbox for this, but I have been... I don't pl- think that Xbox has been off since you bought it. Don't front. Well, okay, turn it off <laughs> of whatever. Shut up. Um... <laughs> I've been playing a bunch of the games, so I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I started playing Control. Yeah. Um, really solid, very trippy as shit. I really love it. Um, I definitely, I needed to give it more time than I did the last time, mm-hmm. because I'm far enough in it where I'm like, this shit's kind of cool. The thing is, and this is why I can't really recommend it to anybody, is it takes a minute to get to where you want it to go. Yeah. And to be fair, that's like the same with a lot of Remedy games. Quantum Break and Alan Wake are slow builds. So is Control. That's kind of how I feel about Cyberpunk, honestly. Like, I was expecting, okay, Keanu Reeves' tutorial mission. Yeah. And then it's like all of Act 1, which is a long-ass act. Yeah, you don't meet you don't meet Johnny for a while. Yeah. And then, then you see him, you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good build-up. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've played Conquer. Because I didn't know yeah. that, I didn't know that Live and Reloaded was a full remaster of the N64 version. Yeah. Apparently, I haven't gotten to the points though. It is slightly more censored though. Yeah, I've so, I've heard that a lot actually. I haven't gotten to that, but I'm I'm interested. Uh, but this one, BJ's looking at right now, it's called Bright Memory. Interesting. Now this is a launch title for the Series X. It was only eight dollars. Wow. They have a game coming out called Bright Memory Infinite, which is this game remade and then given a full release. Damn. This game was made by one guy. One Chinese dude. Just made a, made like an episode one $8 game. It's And it's a first person hack and slash shooter hybrid thing. It's so cool. It, it It's like... I don't know, man. Like You want some like cool cyberpunk shit like... 
you're holding your gun and they have this like cool like height like what's the word like hologram like ammo counts and things like that I'm like this is so cool and like you have you know your guns but you also have like a sword move and you can do like uh, like slat like every slash like shoots a beam of like light out and like, it's so That's sick. sick I recommend anybody trying it out because it is if you have a series X it is eight dollars I think I think it's only series X I could be wrong but um, if you can it's also on, on Steam I definitely recommend it because the full release is coming out and this dude now has help beforehand it was just him and look what he can do by himself yeah like straight up like you like you look at that and go oh he did that by himself imagine what he's gonna get with a budget and help and microsoft i think is the one who's helping him get it out nice the game looks so cool i love hearing success stories like that of like one guy making a game and then literally undertale yeah undertale uh well you know five nights at freddy's back when it was new but that guy is a big yikes now. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's uh he's hella canceled right now. <laughs> ah, see, I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, so I'm wondering if Markiplier is gonna take his voice out of the new game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. I feel. I feel like a lot of those kids' games kind of things have a lot of those like, uh, you know. Yeah. Man, but the Undertale guy is still good. Yeah, so. but we also don't know who he is. That's true, and that's probably for the best. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I've played. Uh, I, I'm playing Dead Space. Nice. That one is basically being played in small intermissions. To when I get scared like a little bitch, I just move to another game. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I can play Resident Evil, like seven. I love. I love eight, and like four and like two. Like I love those games, and I can play those for hours. Mm-hmm. Dead Space is terrifying, bro. Holy shit, like I there's something about Dead Space 1 that makes me legitimately terrified. It's too scary. I need to play slime when Eat a dick. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's what you get, bitch. <laughs> Fuck your vape juice. <laughs> no, but like I don't like to to its credit though, that's awesome cuz like the game still holds up, even though it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. This is an early 360 game. Right. But I'm still able to go, like, oh, fuck, this thing is terrifying, because, like, the lights and the atmosphere, like, it's not an HDR, 4K, whatever, so it's dark. That flashlight you get is, like, here's your little pinpoint in the dark <laughs> hallway, and I'm like, fuck, this sucks. But, you know, it's really, like, it's really good, though. I love, like, they have this really cool thing where, like, you can shoot, like, the like the monster's limbs. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, well, it's going to take, like, six bullets, I think, to, like, kill this thing. Just shoot its legs and run. Yeah. So, it's like, that's cool. I like that. I And I'm I'm playing it because of the remake that apparently is happening. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm kind of, like, wanna I want to play the first game. Then, when the remake comes out, play that and be like, okay, what's the differences and kind of, you know, experience it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wish what I, I, I what I want them to do, and I doubt they're gonna, is to do like what Ma- Mass Effect did. Here's the Dead Space Legendary Edition, mm-hmm. all three of the games, all the DLC that comes with them, upres a little bit. Here you go. That would be great. I'll buy it. A lot of people would buy yeah. that. And then when the remake comes out or reboot or whatever the hell, I'll buy that too. So there you go, EA. Single player games make you money. 
Um, it's too bad Nintendo's not doing that with Metroid Prime Trilogy. Again, apparently it's already done. It's they're been done. Waiting, yeah, they're waiting for the right moment to put it out. I'm just like, fuck you, put it out. Like, even after all the Metroid Dread stuff, and everyone's super hype about that, they're just sitting there drooling on their keyboards like, what do we do with this? Miyamoto just sitting there going like, he's staring at it, just be like, but is it fun? <laughs> I, I love that Metroid Prime 4 just full on, no, it wasn't fun, start over. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. That's my favorite uh, quote of any E3 is Reggie fils saying, the game is fun. If the game isn't fun, what's the point? I What was that Reggie thing where he like, yelled at Sony on an E3 stage it's like that's Sony's problem don't come to me with that and I'm like Jesus Christ Reggie I haven't seen that one he kind of stutters it so you're like oh man he kind of dropped the ball but you're like man Reggie like you, you like he had some vitriol against the PlayStation I was like damn bro what, what's good <laughs> did Shuhei Yoshida like dick down your wife what's, what's <laughs> going on bro I think Reggie has a lot of like canned up rage Oh yeah. See it in the eyes. Hey, bro, he's 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 ready to play Animal Crossing New, <laughs> New Leaf on his Nintendo, Nintendo 3DS. 3DS. That's the only thing that's keeping him at bay. <laughs> Dude, if he didn't have Animal Crossing New Leaf on his Nintendo 3DS, he would be rage. Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> God, could you imagine Reggie saying some of the shit Silverhand <laughs> says? He's with Sony. <laughs> Waste him. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, or we just you want to move on to the news? Let's move on to the news. All right, first little docket of the news I have, uh, kind of related to E3. This comes from the PlayStation blog, written, mm. written by uh, Sid Schumann, the senior director of content communications. Um, get ready for approximately 30 minutes of indie and third-party updates including a reality warping tour of black reef island so this thursday uh there's a state of play with an extended loop look at death loop and a bunch of indies so yeah that's a thing so it's just death loop and a bunch of indies they said it's gonna be third-party like Updates. So it's it's just so a third it's thirty party minutes thirty minutes of indies and third party updates, including a a, lo- a larger look at Deathloop. Okay. So I wonder what the f- like if if Sony had been at E3 and this was their E3 press conference, that would have been kind of upsetting. Yeah, because like they have a bunch of stuff that we don't know dates for. And we've only seen like one trailer for so. And the, another thing too is we've seen Deathloop at every state of play since its launch. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm I'm gonna get the game. Shut up about it. I was looking at the PlayStation Store like a month and a half ago, and I was like, Deathloop still isn't out. It got pushed back to September. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It w- it was supposed to come out earlier. COVID, I think, had a problem with it, so they pushed it back indefinitely. And then September was the official release date now. Okay. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to end up giving that one a try. I might. I. It reminds me, again, I, I, this is the one thing, is I, I know enough about it to know I'm interested. I don't want to know anything else. Yeah. Especially because I don't watch State of Plays regularly like some Sony fans. 
Apparently, this has been shown at every one of them. Damn, like man. people, people feel like they like. I've seen the comments. Yo, stop showing me Deathloop. I've seen it enough. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. It's interesting. I want to see Horizon. Yo, why is Deathloop getting nine minutes or whatever? Yeah. And it's like, man, that is pretty excessive. Yeah. So I, I'm interested to see what this is. But like, this is the interesting bit for me. And I, I kind of want to go through some of the article or the blog post, I guess here. Because I want, I want, if anybody's going to see it, to set their expectations. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> in this extended gameplay sequence, we'll see Colt use his abilities to stealthily skulk across rooftops or go in guns blazing to create a whole lot of mayhem. Lots, lots of options available uh, on Black Reef Islands. That's the, Colt is, I think, the main protagonist, the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is their big extended gameplay preview. Um, the show kicks off at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Or 11 p.m. CST, uh, viewable on Twitch and YouTube. Um, In addition to this long look at Bethesda's violent adventure, uh, we'll have updates on some exciting indie and third-party titles. The full show clocks around 30 minutes. This showcase will not include updates on the next God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, or the next generation of PSVR. Stay Stay tuned throughout the summer as we'll have more updates soon. See you Thursday. That's kind of a punch in the balls, that last bit there. Well... It is, but at the same time, I applaud them for being very upfront and going, yeah, no, this will not be here. If we see you spamming, we're God of War. Fuck you. Yeah, it's it's admirable that they put it in there, but it but still, still sucks. It's just like, because like, I've seen some comments where like, well, I guess I'm not watching it. Yeah. And it's like, ah, man. Like, I get it. Like, COVID's going to fuck people over. And especially Sony has said, yo, the games they want to make are more expensive and harder to make nowadays mm-hmm. but at least like I don't know I mean again if they're gonna do more more content over the summer I'm ass- I'm gonna assume August is a good spot to do a big thing that's when Ghost of Tsushima director's cut comes out I would assume it would be August oh yeah that's a thing I don't know if we talked about that last week I think we did Dude. you're the only person I've talked with about that okay yeah so yeah, we, we, we still need to talk about both the director's cuts for Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, like they oh, yeah, I forgot about the Death Stranding. Man. Yeah, we don't know much about it except new stuff. Um, Horizon's release date, mm-hmm. and maybe something of God of War. We don't know. Yeah, like God of War, I feel like is the one that's hurting the most for information. Um, I feel like we've just seen like alpha logo for that yeah all we saw was the blue logo that went in yeah in a circle so don't worry guys the game has blue yeah uh but you know apparently it's not called god of war ragnarok and i'm very upset about that yeah but you know i don't know what to think about that i think they just did that to like you know game of thrones subvert expectations i i also want to point out fun fact Microsoft has a full-on PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Like, this game's not coming to PlayStation 4. Microsoft owns a game that is... Play- like, okay, let's look at the PS5 exclusive so far. Demon's Souls, Returnal, and Ratchet and & Clank. And rumor says that Demon's Souls is coming to PS4 at some point, And maybe Returnal. I doubt I doubt Returnal and Ratchet, though. But mm-hmm. Those I don't think are leaving. But now you have Deathloop. Which is owned by Bethesda, who's owned by Microsoft. They had to delay it to put Xbox logos everywhere in the God, game. God, I hope so. Like, <laughs> I, I hate this console war bullshit, but man, could you imagine you just see Microsoft Game Studios 
as the big that. opener. That would be great. God, I'd love it. Um, anything else on this one? Because this is kind of it's a we're in a weird spot for Sony, and I really do think it's it's mainly just um, COVID. But another thing too, like did you, did you read all those articles like the whole Ben Studio drama and how Days Gone Two was not given a green light? Yeah, they I, were shoved onto Naughty Dog. I was following that pretty heavily, and then they finally got to do their new IP. Um, that whole thing, the whole thing about Sony really only cares about blockbusters. Yeah. Like, all all, all this, plus the whole Vita PS3 situation, you know, Horizon and God of War being PS4 games as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really feels like there, there's no, like, clear head. Like, there's not, like, a clear plan forward. Yeah. And that's worrying. Because, like, I really want my PS5 to, like, I, I want to use it. You know what I mean? Like... I, yeah. I played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I love the game. But, like, eh. But once you're done with that, like... That's not a game... There's that, no reason to leave the console on. Like, that's the thing, is, like, the whole point of, like, a console is you want the exclusives and then the third parties to, to kind of keep you going. Mm-hmm. And, sure, Microsoft doesn't have that many exclusives right now. But it's the idea that game... The way they're treating Game Pass is there's a constant stream of things you can always play. Mm-hmm. I can go back to my backwards compatibility and play a 360 game or an original Xbox game just because I'm bored. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like I there's nothing I really want to play on PlayStation. I mean, I, I've i been in that same boat for a long time now. <coughs> the most recent game... I think it's the most recent. Because Nier doesn't count, considering that's a PS4 game. The most recent games that I've gotten on PS5 are re-releases of PS4 games with Devil May Cry and Judgment. So Spider-Man, did you get the remastered? Yeah, yeah. That and that's that's kind of upsetting. Like, I love the PS5 system. I think it's a really solid system. Mm-hmm. I love the DualSense, but man, like, and I get it. This is the problem: is Microsoft has the money just dick, you know, dick swing everywhere. Yeah, but like, I really want Sony to come out because that's why I love the competition. I want these two companies to be at their top, so that way we can get the best shit from them both. Yeah. And right now, it it feels like Sony's in a complacent state, of like, well, people are gonna buy us regardless. I mean, fuck, the PS5 still outsold the Series X. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they're they've sold more than they currently have, like in their first whatever quarter, whatever they whatever their metric was than the PS4 did in its first quarter, whatever. So the PS5 is already scaled to outsell the PlayStation 4. Like, it feels like they're in a spot where, like, well, we don't have to worry too much. I think they do this every other generation now since the PS3. So, like, you know, the PS2, biggest console ever made. They go into the PS3 and they're like, oh, we're fucking PlayStation. Nobody can touch us. And then it bombed hard for them so then when the ps4 starts they're like all right let's reel it in a little bit make it a little easier to develop for you know don't go swinging that dick around and then the ps4 ended up winning that generation because of their you know humble mindset like and even even in mid ps3 like they turned around really well like they did yeah like the fact that like uncharted happened we had some really good ratchet ratchet clan games um <clears throat> we got Fucking Last of Us, mm-hmm. Infamous One and Two, 
no, no Sly Cooper was PS2 though, right? Right, but the uh, I think the last one was PS3. Yeah. So like they they did a really like there was some really good exclusives. Like you can look up PlayStation exclusives during the PS3 era. Mm-hmm. There's some good ones. And that's the thing is that Microsoft just came in swinging with the 360. It's like, all right, so we got Mass Effect, we have Bioshock, we've got Oblivion. Yeah. Like, those are three right there that everybody looks at and goes, oh, shit. Um, They had Metro 2033. Like, there is so many things that were exclusive. Granted, they went to PS3 at some point. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was so much shit, bro. The 360 came out swinging, and then the PS4 comes out swinging. Like, they start strong, and it's because their competitors completely shit the bed. Yep. And now, Microsoft, while they're not coming out swinging, because, like, they have still have really no games. They're winding up. They, yeah, like, they are, they are ready. The thing is, they're setting the, the field. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, mm-hmm. that's what I think is more terrifying, right? Because the thing that I, I tell people, uh, I've told some people, is, like, oh, why should I be scared of Microsoft? They still got no games. It's like, because something Phil Spencer told Santi Nabella, they were going to shut Xbox down. Mm-hmm. The words were, why should we keep you around? And after that conversation, they spent $7.5 billion on Bethesda. So something Phil said made them go all in. Mm-hmm. And that's what's interesting to me, is that like, okay, so originally it was like, hey... <coughs> Y'all are profitable, but, like, not really. Like, why should we keep you around? And now they're they're doing Game Pass at a lot. Like, Microsoft made back double the Bethesda purchase in a quarter or whatever. In, like, their next, like, what, a few months. Which is a fucking insane amount of money. Yeah, and, like, what's, <clears throat> what's interesting about that is they are... Microsoft, if they want... The, the thing is, they have the money to make Xbox successful mm-hmm. to where they will they'll take money that they gain from their other things and just siphon it to Xbox yeah oh Xbox didn't do so hot well cool Microsoft Word over here is doing really well or cool Skype is or, or all this other stuff is and like that's why I want Sony to start kicking back like granted they, they bought Housemark which was the Returnal devs mm-hmm. so good for them um, they got I think it's Nixus which is a PC porting company which really good good thing for them that's they're probably gonna put more stuff on pc yeah they they've definitely been on that train for a little bit now and i think you know them acquiring a studio that solely pretty much does that is just gonna push it over the edge and then they might have gotten blue point yeah which fuck that's great yeah blue I point mean, is shadow of the colossus and demon souls are great remakes and potentially they're the ones that are supposed to be doing the metal gear remake which if so, that's the case hell fucking yeah dude yeah I'm I'm all in for that, and like th- that's the thing is, the, I, and I feel like that's kind of Sony's thing. Both companies are playing long games. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's is just there's more outcomes for positives right now, yeah. whereas a lot of Sony's is, hey, these games are coming to both PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, and you're kind of sitting there going, why? Yeah, I mean, if it's to get you more money, sure, but at least like that's the thing is a lot of like Returnal, sure, and then Demon Souls. And Ra- uh, Ratchet and Clank. Right now, it seems like really the o- there's not many first party exclusives. I guess now Returnal's a first party exclusive, mm-hmm. and Demon Souls if they bought them. But like, what about a God of War? What about you know all like your like 15 studios you have? Mm-hmm. 
is that are we gonna get a new insomniac game like what's what's next you know that's my thing right now it feels like there are maybe three studios that are working their asses off and everybody else under the sony umbrella is not doing anything like we ha- we have things to look forward to for exclusives but they're all third-party exclusives mm-hmm. final fantasy 16 is like my most hyped but it's not from a first-party dev yeah um we have death loop that's from bethesda and arcane but like it's okay cool it's your exclusive game and if it, it, it the way they're pushing that game makes it makes me feel like they really need that one to win yeah and that's why i'm like really worried because it's like why are you pushing Deathloop so hard i'm really hoping like well i mean if they're gonna be showing so much death loop for a third of the presentation on thursday i don't know but like i feel like if Sony would take some of those IPs that they're not using anymore and give them to indie studios, somewhat like, you know, Cadence of Hyrule, they could be doing so much better. I mean, even this, like, I, any of your smaller dev teams, I, I understand their, their, their big thing is, no, 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 we need those blockbuster games. Mm-hmm. But, like, give, give, like, a smaller team, like, just say, hey, here, make a Sly Cooper game. Yeah. Like we don't it doesn't need to be on the same par as Ratchet and Clank. And that's it just needs to be fun. Like people will eat that shit up. And you already have Ratchet and Clank. The art style for that game is the same art style as three other games that they already own. So, you know, you have assets that you can use in Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, all that stuff, you know, just go for it. Cause that or I, I, and I know it doesn't sound like fun, but like, you know, or it doesn't sound like for some people like, oh, they're just reusing things. Put those collections on PlayStation 5. Yeah. Just sit there and say, fuck it. Here's the God of War collection. Here's the infamous collection. Here's whatever. And yeah, it might take, it might take a while because they're PS3 games, but like get someone on there. Like if you have lulls in your release, like if Horizon's going to get pushed back, I think what would have been smart is going, hey, Horizon's getting pushed back, but Here's the Killzone collection. Here's every Killzone game. Oh, hey, God of War is not going to be here for a while. Well, if you want to see where Kratos was beforehand, here's the entire God of War collection. And release them for like $30. Yeah, it's it's weird to me that you can't play all of God of War on the PlayStation 5 at this point. Granted, it's like a soft reboot, but still. Yeah, like, it, soft reboot standing, like the story still matters. Oh, yeah. you Like, I mean, fuck, Athena shows up. Yeah, slightly, but still. And you're and like, if you never played the original, you're like, who's that? Mm-hmm. Whereas I knew, and I'm like, oh shit. Bro, I'm still. That was the most hype when I, when you got the blades. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was losing my shit. That was the coolest fucking moment of that game. I was like, oh my gosh. I've never been super into God of War. I played the first one like a little bit on the Vita, but like. I remember seeing everyone freak out about the chain blades coming back, and I was like, "Hell yeah, get it! It's so good." Um, but yeah, anything else? I mean, I I don't think I don't think we're in a position where it's all hands on deck. This ship is sinking. Here's the SOS. Yeah, but it's it's the idea of like it's it's right to be worried. Yeah, it's you know like what I mean? ships making some pretty weird noises. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like, hey, um, is the is the engine supposed to be doing that? Hey, the bow's making whale noises. <laughs> what are we? Hey, hey, yo, this bitch overheating. Am I supposed to? We got ice. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. There's a big inward dent over here on the roof. I don't know if that's like pressure yo, or like a, a what dent, bro? It's like it goes in. It's a dent. An inward dent. I just saw it suck inward. <laughs> 
It sucked too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was. I could see you trying to go past it. You're like, <laughs> I, I know what you're doing. Shut up. <laughs> I, I was gonna end it with, "Hey, bro, you can't call them that." And I just was. I was dying laughing. Fuck. There, there's my thought acrobatics moment. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> so, what's next? Hey, so you ever wanted a, a Nintendo Switch? You want a new one? Yes. Hey, you want a Pro with 4K? Yes. Do you want like all like just phenomenal? You want a, a Switch that lets you play Hyrule Warriors, Legends, or whatever the fuck it's called, and not just chug along at three FPS? That's all I want. Yeah. Too bad you're getting an OLED screen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this article is from Tom Warren of The Verge. Oh, and Richard Lawler. Nintendo Switch OLED model will go on sale October 8th for $350. Nintendo is announcing a new Switch model today with a larger 7-inch 720p OLED display. While rumors had suggested this new Switch would ship with a new NVIDIA chip inside, this new OLED model is mostly a screen upgrade. Uh, Nintendo lists the Switch OLED model as only supporting 1080p via TV mode, and rumor has suggested... <clears throat> Sorry. And rumors had suggested 4K support, thanks to a rumored NVIDIA chip upgrade. Uh, the Switch OLED model will go on sale for $350 starting on October 8th. Other than the new screen, this revised model includes an adjustable stand for tabletop play, 64 gigabytes of built-in storage, up more than the 32 they had, so that's, I guess, good, um, a new dock with wired Ethernet port built-in, and improved audio for handheld and tabletop play. Nintendo only mentions up to 1080p via HDMI and TV mode for the TV dock, so the rumored 4K mode isn't part of this OLED switch. Nintendo has confirmed to The Verge that there are no major internal changes to the CPU or memory. Nintendo Switch uh, OLED model does not have a new CPU or, or more RAM from previous Switch models, says a Nintendo spokesperson. Um, elsewhere, there's little, little else changed over the original device. Uh, battery life will be up to 9 hours. Same amount as the current Switch. Um, it's slightly longer than the original, and it's a bit heavier. So, meh. Um, the original Joy-Cons will all work with this new Switch, and all existing games will run uh, on the new OLED model. Um, they're offering uh, both black and white units. Um, when the Switch OLED sh ships later this year, the new dock will also work with both the Nintendo Switch and this new OLED model. So the new dock will work with your old Switch. So that's cool. That is cool. Um... The updated Switch has been rumored heavily in recent months, and Nintendo has chosen to reveal it well after the company's E3 show that focused exclusively on new Switch games. Reports have suggested this new Switch would appear before E3 began even last month. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all there really is to know. New Switch, uh, so yeah, new screen, um, newer dock, especially. Mm -hmm. And then I will say that the most interesting part is the, the little stand yeah the stand is probably the one part of this whole thing that like makes me legitimately excited because jesus christ the original like just mini little eh, stand is dog shit i i don't ever use tabletop mode but um 
I do keep my SD card under there, so it popping off constantly kind of fucking sucks. I'm glad they're doing something about that. Um, but this made me realize something that I should have realized much sooner. The biggest lie a Nintendo employee could ever tell you is that they will design new hardware to make games better played. Um, and as we can see here, that's utter bullshit. <laughs> Um, they're gonna run exactly the same uh, it's just gonna be a little bit bigger of a screen um, I don't know man I mean yeah OLED is great and you know what I might end up just doing it anyway like I have a switch light and a regular switch I might just trade them both in and just get this new one yeah and have it be my one switch but it feels like they got a lot of confidence in how Metroid is gonna look on yeah, October eighth. I, I love, I love how. Also, I love. I, this is why I hate these stupid ass commercials. This man is playing Metroid, and then when when the cutscene happens in it, the trailer goes. He goes, "Oh man." <laughs> also, nobody is happy at losing at Smash. Yeah, like if they, if they wanted to make that real, the controller would have been thrown. I've seen people cry yeah. from losing at Smash before. Love you, Devony. Um. <laughs> hey, Devony, come on the podcast. BJ will bully you live on air. We'll play Smash and video record you and somehow put that on Spotify. I mean, Joe Rogan can do it. We can do it. Sure. Um, I don't know, man. Like, my thing with this is that we everybody was looking at the rumors. Everybody was like, oh, Switch Pro has been rumored. It's been rumored. And then this is what comes out. Yeah. My thing is like, okay, so maybe there is a Switch Pro. Maybe there, because even Nintendo said we don't have a Switch Pro coming. They said there's no like new hardware. Mm -hmm. And then the Switch, the OLED Switch comes out. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they're correct. It's not new hardware. It's just it's a better screen. Yeah. And I okay, I'm like I said, I'm probably gonna end up doing it, just trading in the Switches I have, and just getting that one. But man. Like, I, I definitely was a little upset at this. I I do like the sleek white. I think that's cool as shit. But like, I don't like it quite as much because I had this idea where I was like, oh, why didn't they just do a Metroid Dread edition and model it around that robot and make it white with like the little red and black accents? And now they might actually do that because it's easier. Yeah. And they, you know... Plastic is cheap. Yeah. I don't know. Depending I'm, on the color. I mean, it's, it's, I, I definitely, it's not some, like, I'm not surprised at an OLED screen considering this is the same company who did six, six DSs. And we've all seen them buying the OLED screens for yeah. the past year and a half. But that also gives me a little bit of hope that they're not going to be fucking PS5 at launch because they've been building the materials for this for so long. That, and that's the thing, too, is, like, if I'm probably going to end up getting one, like mm -hmm. I said, just trade in the other two. But, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think definitely a, a lesson to learn, though. Don't trust a lot of leaks. Yeah. Like, cause especially something I, I've kind of recently learned is, like, a lot of people like to go, oh, this, see, this leak was bullshit. And I'm like, or something just happened internally. Mm -hmm. Like, things change all the time. Like, look at... I guarantee you Horizon Forbidden West which probably could have been out by now or closer to the end of this year but like hey internally they had to delay it mm -hmm. and so then we don't have a we don't have a release date they probably had an internal release date that they said we're not going to make this 
so they delayed it imagine if a leaker had come out and said yo this is coming out in july and then we get a state of play saying no because now that leaker looks like an idiot and then everyone is disappointed yeah and everyone's disappointed and it's like or you know it was supposed to come out in july Mm -hmm. because that's my thing I don't doubt Switch Pros are going to be a thing. I just, I definitely, because my thing is Nintendo has said, that's not what we're working on right now. I think it'll be closer to the end of the lifespan, much like the new 2DS. Yeah, so we're going to, or or they'll just make it like the Wii U, where it's it's a Switch, but it's a newer fucking thing. Yeah. And and they'll, they'll, they're they going to treat it like the Wii U, which they shouldn't, because look what happened. But, I want them to treat their... Uh, their eShop like they did the Wii U. Yeah, for, yeah, that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the Wii, the Wii, Wii U's eShop is great. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, every day I'm like, maybe I should hook the Wii U up. I have one hooked up in, in there just because my brother was playing, uh, I think it was Ocarina. Hell yeah, dude. And I, I will I will go through that eShop and just look at all the things. I'm like, man, I want to buy that. Mm-hmm. Man, I really want to play that. Oh, shit, that looks cool. So many good, like, virtual console games on there, too. Bro, I can play Super Mario 64 DS. And the original 64 on that thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And fucking Professor Layton. I actually, like... It's one of those things where, like, Nintendo is, will do what Nintendo does. Yeah. And, like... It's always, like, half of what you want. <laughs> yeah, like... I I did want a Skyward Sword on the Switch, but I wanted it bundled with two other Zelda games. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I do want a WarioWare title. Probably not for 60 bucks, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, like... I did want an updated Switch, but, like, a screen and a CPU. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least the memory. The memory is the biggest gripe I've heard from anyone that owns one. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, the, I, at this point, I just don't expect much from Nintendo. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't, if, if your expectations are on the floor, there's not much else you can go from there. Unless, you know, your Xbox One in 2013, and then it's just, man, they started digging. Yeah. But, like, and that, I don't know, man. Like, that's the thing is, I understand people's, you know, upset at this. Because, yeah, it's like you you were told Switch Pro's coming. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, no, it's just an OLED update. So, yeah. Apparently, and like, that, I don't know, man. Like, it's weird. I'm excited for it because it's like, okay, it's a better Switch. I'm gonna update mine by just trading in my two, and then go for, and then have that be just the switch. Yeah, I already traded my light in for the Metroid Collector's Edition. I so. need I need to I need to move mine. I'm gonna probably just trade my light in, and then just have my main switch for now be the now official. That's the switch. Mm-hmm. That's that bitch. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to move. How does how does saves work again? Like, can I can I factory reset that switch? out there and then just move all my switch light stuff to that one so what you're gonna want to do is go on your switch light um go to the your profile thing and the backup is all done through that oh yeah because it's cloud i have the yeah cloud backup so i forgot about that yeah but uh once that's done you go on to the new one just hit backup and it should you know do all your shit it's pretty fast like it's faster than the ps5 was for me and you can do it through a local connection. This is um this is gonna be a little off tangent, but um, did you see a Plague Tale Innocence? How to move your content from system to system? No. So PS4, if you wanna you save data to cross over, your PS4 you have to up. Yep, when you download Plague Tale for PS5, it has to be the most up to date version. Mm-hmm. Same with the PS4 version, and then you have to go and manually move it. Right. You know how you do that on the Xbox One? How? 
Plug that shit in. <laughs> Put the disc in. Done. That's really nice. I, dude. Th- this is my thing with with Xbox. Yes. That's not it. It doesn't feel like much of a leap in generations from the one. Mm-hmm. But man, the infrastructure is the fucking same, and everything just works. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about save data or anything else because it just boop there. So, speaking of convenience, um, I was in a park with Joey like three weeks Fuck. ago. <laughs> I can imagine where this is gonna go. Um, we were sitting in my car because Joey always uh, like fucking makes me feel like a terrible person for never playing Monster Hunter with him. So I was like, alright, let's go to the fucking park. There's nothing else to do but play Monster Hunter. So we get there, I turn on my Switch and I'm like, oh, I don't have the most up-to-date version. I can't play. And then Joey says, it's fine. I have the most updated version. Hit this thing on your Switch. And then my Switch updated by drawing data from his. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, Again, there's that baffling thing. You can do that with the Switch, mm-hmm. but fuck me, your online sucks. And you can't watch Netflix. <laughs> bro, <laughs> Nintendo's the most baffling company because there's some really cool shit, but then you're like, bro, then they don't do stuff that's standard. They just don't want Yoshi's Crafted World and BoJack Horseman on the same console because then someone will kill themselves. <laughs> BoJack Horseman is low-key one of the darkest shows I've seen. I know. I rewatch it constantly. (laughs) It's so good, though. But, man, like... I don't know. What's your your thing on this Nintendo stuff, dude? Uh, My thing is, like, I mostly play in handheld mode because it, like... It gives me a lot of discomfort to stay in one position for a long period of time. So I'm always, like, you know, sitting up, laying down, all this shit. So, you know, having a better screen and handheld is going to be better for me. Um, I've always hated the massive fucking bezel on the Switch screen anyway. Um, so I'm glad they're getting rid of that and they actually show it eating the bezel away in the trailer. I think that's cool, um, but I really would have liked a little bit more, at least with the memory. Like, I'm not... That's my thing is, like, I my whole thing with the Switch Pro is I wasn't looking at rumors every day. So it was just like, oh, Switch Pro rumor, cool. And yeah. like I moved on, and my thing was like, it'll be there when it when it's there, and so this one was like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's a little upsetting, but cool, I guess. Yeah. Whereas I I saw a lot of people going, damn, this sucks, and I'm like, oh shit. That does give me a little bit of hope, though. I've seen so many people saying they're not gonna buy it that I think I might actually be able to find one. Yeah, yeah, like that's <laughs> the thing is like, okay, cool. I, I'm I'm still gonna go in. I think I think you can pre-order them. Uh, maybe we called Trey earlier. They're not in the system yet. But GameStop is assuring people that it's not going to be another Xbox, PS5 situation. They're going to notify people. It's not going to be gone in seconds online. There's actually going to be some in-store pre-orders for it. Good. Um, so that's really reassuring. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get one because, especially like just yeah. I made the stupid mistake of buying two switches. So yeah. I'm gonna just now go stick with the one. And then if they make a Switch Pro, I'll upgrade to that one. And if they don't, I'll just stick with this. I don't know. I like the white and black design anyway. I'm going to buy the second one outright without trading in the Switch that I have now. Just mm-hmm. because it's the Animal Crossing edition. Oh, yeah. I, I want to keep it like that. 
Well, yeah. I'm, I'm granted my Switch Lite's the Pokemon one, but like... That's the one that I had, and I only ever played Hades and Luminous on it. I mean, it's, that was my go-to just because I liked the handheld portion, and then mm. I just kept the other one on the TV. And yeah. now I'm just like, eh, screw it. But you need to play Luminous, by the way. Luminous. Can you tell me about this? L-U-M-I-N-E-S. What is it? Like, what's the gameplay? It's like Tetris, if Tetris was like a rhythm game. Ooh. Yeah. It's really dope. I'll have to check it out. I, I like got, the soundtrack. I got you sure. to play Haley, Haley's? Haley's. Hades. Hey, guys. It's me, Haley. Hey, guys. Haley. I'm trying to get out of the underworld for my dad, <laughs> Hades. <laughs> Hades would be vain enough to go, oh, it's a girl. Her name is Haley. <laughs> Persephone's over here like, really? I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> I mean, she leaves anyway. <laughs> she wants to get out anyway. Speaking of which, I, I'm such a fucking idiot that I saw this TikTok and thought that it directly related to just Hades. Video game? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a girl walking upstairs with like a bunch of blankets and a backpack. And the, t- the caption said, Persephone leaving the underworld. Um, realizing it's gonna be the dopest summer hell's ever seen, and then you hear the little like Lil Nas X going by on the pole thing. She like looks from the top to the bottom, and I was like, "Haha, Hades video game." <laughs> Forgetting that there was legitimate <laughs> mythology yeah. that people like believed in. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna replay that game soon because it's coming out on in Game Pass. I think is it next month. I forget when, but I'm gonna I'm gonna replay it on my Xbox. And I've played that game enough times that I might actually try. So I've never actually like platinumed or completed and like all an achievement list of any game. Mm-hmm. I might for that. Nice. Hades is so good. Yeah, it's it's really worth playing and getting the final ending, even though I'll never fucking get there. It's a good. It's a good. Hunt. Yeah, Hades is great. I. And I'll, you know what? I'll play it again on my on my new OLED Switch. <laughs> yeah, I probably will too. That'll be one of the games that I boot up to see how it looks. Yeah. That, for me, will be the No More Heroes stuff, which I got my collection in. I did too. I got mine literally like two hours before I came over here. That yeah. thing is so clean. It's so good. The I, Steelbook's in there. Steelbook's are great. Almost completely unrivaled by the first party Nintendo one. That's the thing. So the only the only first party steelbook I have is Xenoblade, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you put them next to No More Heroes one and two, and I'm just like, man, these are great. The second one specifically with all the yellow. Oh yeah, so dope. The second one definitely like it, it's funny because it definitely feels the most just copy paste, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's such a cool design. Yeah, because one actually has like a design to it, whereas two is just eh, it's the yellow stuff we plastered everywhere else. Throw it on there. The thing though, right now is that <clears throat> everyone's like texting me specifically because I buy all these limited run games and they're like where's my Scott Pilgrim yeah no I, I was at I was at GameStop and, and Joey and Bailey were there and I, I talked about oh yeah I got my uh, I got my No More Heroes limited run in the other day and they're like oh I haven't got my Scott Pilgrim in yeah but like I've been buying from them for years at this point the pre-orders start when they have literally nothing <laughs> like they have to produce the game cards put the shit on the game cards print the stickers print the boxes print all this extra shit that they have to go through companies that aren't Nintendo for and then put it in the box, seal it up. It's a whole long process, but uh, I checked today and they're saying like quarter four for that. So, yeah. Like how, yeah, it was funny because Joey's like, yeah, I still haven't gotten my Scott Pilgrim. I'm like, man, I just got, like my first limited run pre-order is here. Mm-hmm. 
It's cool too. I love they they're both so sick. Yeah, very good quality on those. those. I love that when you spine them, it lines up Travis's face together. And dude, there's magnets. You can put the two together. Yeah, like I the saw flag. That's so sick. See, I was wondering what those were. Yeah, they're <laughs> magnets. So you can put them together and like actually they will stick. Nice. So whenever I whenever I can find room somewhere in here, I'll I'll put them up in the full flag. I'm hoping when I move out, I can just have my room be covered in shelves and it's nothing but switch on the walls. I, I, I want a spot, like, it, whenever, whenever I move out, just, like, a room of just statues and shit. <laughs> I have too many collectibles. Like, yeah. My, I, Joey, me and Joey were talking about Borderlands 3, and he, he was like, have you put up, have you done your model ship? And I'm like, no. Like, it's all in that box in my closet. I haven't done anything with them just because I'm like, fuck, I don't know where to put them. Yeah. I was gonna make a shelf dedicated to Borderlands, but then I'm like, I don't have room for that. <laughs> I have a pers- the only dedicated shelf I have is a Persona Five shelf, and even then, I just need a mansion, a mansion that I can fill with things. Yeah, like even then, I feel I feel like it'd be one thing if like, oh, there's a three bedroom apartment, because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I can I can you know get my room how I want it. Yeah, and then I'll probably be living with a bunch of nerds as well, so I can put stuff just everywhere else. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so that's the Nintendo news, I guess. Was there anything else you kind of saw, or was that kind of the main thing? I've just seen a lot of discourse about it online. There's a lot of salt, like you said, but I don't think it's completely all that warranted. Um, Like, microSD cards are getting cheaper every year, and now they're working on a terabyte model of that. Yeah. Which, when we get to that point, I think it's going to start being like, okay, how can we recreate the human brain? But, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's weird to see Microsoft be in a really good position. Yeah. And then Nintendo and Sony have, like, bad news. That's true, And yeah. it, it's so funny to me, because, like, PlayStation 4 was the fucking king, mm-hmm. right? And like, sure, Nintendo had the Wii U, but like, even even the fans of that console were like, "Oh, we got Mario Maker. That's really cool." Yeah. Oh shit, Smash Bros. was always popping with new characters. Like there there were things that they got to look forward to for their fan base. Sure, it was not the most, wasn't a lot, but hey, it was there. Yeah. And then Microsoft was just, ah uh, shit, Record came out. I guess. <laughs> hey, Quantum Break exists. Yeah. Man, Halo Five was not good. Like. <laughs> I think the only I think the only good like exclusive they had for so long was Gears Four, yeah, and then Gears Five. Like Gears has been constantly good, which hey, shout out to them, and they knew it too. They they made every Xbox accessory with that white snow Gear Five okay, thing on it. To be it. fair, it's kind of sick. Yeah, I the thing is the the Gears Four one is cooler. My friend Jonathan has it. It's like a red controller with the black and the Gears logo. I'm like, yeah, that, that's so sick. That does look a lot cooler for Gears. But uh. I don't know. I'm that that's actually something I, I can a uh, new story I can now add into this. Uh, I, I read this earlier. I need to find it, but the coalition is apparently going to be doing a tech demo uh, for their new project. I think in August at I think it's GDC. Mm. I think. Oh, oh ooh, laptop. Well, okay, that <laughs> that's fine. I'm just gun shy now. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> it's it, when it goes into like oh well the screen hasn't been used when the whole thing goes black and nothing happens. That's when we got a problem. Okay. <laughs> I like the uh, laptop, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it because I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, 
it looks like the coalition oh oh no that's that's the next one i can do okay this one is gonna be big uh for us um let me see Kojima. have you heard about this um let me find it yep okay venture beat i hope i don't have to pay for this um I did see that Kojima liked some horny fan art. That, but no. Um, <laughs> Hideo Kojima's deal with Xbox reaches a key milestone. Um, Hideo Kojima and Microsoft have signed a letter of intent that states the two parties intend to work out the details on a publishing agreement for a new Xbox game, <coughs> according to sources familiar with the matter. This is a key step in negotiations between the Metal Gear Solid creator and the Xbox company. This signifies that both parties have agreed to a generalized deal while lawyers continue hashing out the finer points. So, that's a thing. And what makes it even funnier... <clears throat> PlayStation users petitioned to cancel Hideo Kojima's rumored Xbox game for the <laughs> change.org petition. <laughs> yeah, the change.org petition. That's what ended the war in Afghanistan. Yeah, so. totally. Well, okay, and obviously, I think most of the people who are complaining are trolls. Yeah. And, like, just the whiny babies. But what do you think of that? That's really interesting. I hadn't heard anything about that. So what I've read on this is that it's supposed to be like a cloud type game. So like they're, they're, Kojima's going to do some fuckery with cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see how that works. That's I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised with some psychomantis meta shit where it's like, oh damn, only three bars. Oh, you're running low. That's see, that's what I'm imagining the whole game is gonna be. If Kojima can fuck with me while I'm playing it. That gives me a level of unease that I'm not ready for. I mean, we, um, obviously, I don't know if you've seen all that, like, you know, blue box conspiracy shit. Yeah, where and it's like, like, oh, this is Silent Hills. Yeah, um, well, apparently, Bloober Team, the guys who did the medium, mm-hmm. are contracted to do a Silent Hills game now. Ooh. So, or, or doing a horror game with Konami. So, Silent Hills. So, Silent Hills. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm excited because like I, I enjoy Death Stranding for what it is. I'm never gonna replay it. I might well director's cut maybe because apparently they've added more like action to the game. See, I haven't played it at all, so DX is gonna be my first experience with it. Um, but it seems really interesting. It seems like it's something right up my alley. It's definitely that weird shit that like you, you look at and go, What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. That's what I love Metal Gear for. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm interested to see what he does with Xbox because, like, that's a different infrastructure than uh, PlayStation. So I'm very interested to see. Okay, he he looks at everything Xbox has to offer and goes, "All right, cool. What can I do weird here?" <laughs> you start playing Slime Rancher Two, and you turns into <laughs> and it turns into riding. <laughs> Oh, I'd fucking you thought you were gonna be ranching slimes this whole time. <laughs> he he says the the line <laughs> kept you waiting. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know that that's gonna be really interesting to me because I think Hideo Kojima is such a weird dude, but like he he definitely is creative, and yeah. I'm excited because he says he also wants to make movies. He doesn't just want to do video games. I'm like, that's gonna be great. I'd love to watch that movie. Yeah, and so I'm. I mean, he's friends with Guillermo del Toro, so yeah, yeah. I do. Mads Mikkelsen. 
He's fucking weird. He's very I, horny for Mads Mikkelsen. I I, think. I can't help, but every time I think of Mads Mikkelsen, the Sonic that Adventure. stupid fucking picture I showed you. <laughs> um, no, but I'm excited for this. The anytime, anytime there's like interesting, like oh, these two are working together. Cause like that's that's interesting that like okay it's not just like oh we're porting Metal Gear to Xbox it's full on no here's Jesus Christ uh here's here's Microsoft here's Phil Spencer saying hey Kojima do what the fuck you want do whatever you want to do here's the check mm-hmm. and let and letting Kojima just go off that seems to be Xbox's thing mm-hmm. now just do mm-hmm. what you want and we're gonna bankroll it. Yeah, and I, I'm all for that, especially because it seems like it's giving us, like, Wasteland 3 was finished because of it. Psychonauts 2 got way more funding because of it. Um, Avowed is a game Obsidian has wanted to make forever, and now they're getting to do it. They also wanted to make Grounded, mm-hmm. and Xbox went, yeah, sure. I think we're going to see a lot more of that with indie devs coming up, too, because um, there's been that big thing recently with Sony where it's impossible to get any kind of marketing for your game on their store. You know, you have to have a shitload of money to dump into it to be featured on the blog post. I I definitely if you if you ever want to hear and this is to the audience too if you want to hear some really good PlayStation uh, specific topics, uh, Last Stand Media's Sacred Symbols is mm-hmm. a really good podcast. It's Colin Moriarty, uh, Chris Raygun, and their editor Dustin. An editor? I don't actually know what he does. I think well he's he works for them. But he's now like the third chair for their co- their podcast, and it's really cool. Hmm. Um, they also have an Xbox podcast. I'm shilling out to them, but like I'm a patron for them, so there you go. Yeah. Um, but like I listen there, I listen to them a lot just because it's. They, Colin has been in the games industry for a while. Like he worked at IGN. He was like one of the highest members of IGN for a while. Mm-hmm. He they then left and made kind of funny. Then he obviously he made a joke apparently, and then they kicked him out. I don't know. I don't know that whole thing. But that happened. He made his own Last Stand media, or originally called Colin's Last Stand. Did his own thing. And now he's got an Xbox podcast, PlayStation podcast, and a retro nostalgic podcast. And they, he has a lot of info on like PlayStation and the general like way they've run. It's mm-hmm. very insightful. I definitely recommend checking some of his stuff out because they talked heavy about um, the Blue Box stuff and the indie situation. And stuff that, like, I wouldn't have been able to think about. But I'm going to have to listen to that because I love getting, like, insider perspective on this sort of stuff. The indie situation, too, is very interesting because, yeah, that kind of sucks. It makes sense that, like, indies are doing really, like, why they do really well on the Switch. Mm -hmm. Because the Switch just kind of goes, oh, yeah, cool. Like, it seems like they just kind of throw them up there. Yeah, they'll throw them up there. And then if they're coming out and you can pre-order them, they'll put it on that uh, coming soon thing with, like, 20 other games. That's the thing is I've seen a lot of shit on the coming soon thing. Some that I probably shouldn't be up there anyway. Another big factor is the... um, the news thing that pops up on the side before yeah. you even turn the switch on completely. I think that helps a lot of games like that. And then so now and then now you have Microsoft with Game Pass where it's like, hey, I have an indie game, but hey, I, you know, if I can chill out a little bit from Game Pass or Microsoft, I present it to Microsoft and they like it, then I'm guaranteed a money, like a paycheck mm-hmm. and eyes on my game. Yeah. So like it feels like and then PC obviously kills it with indies. Yeah. Everybody buys shit on Steam and you'll find like random indie games. Indies that, do that really don't well. come out on anything else come out on PC. Yeah, and so like it feels like PlayStation's the one spot like unless it's like a Sony specific indie, like Rezogun was by Housemark. 
Yeah. And that did really well on PlayStation 3 or 4? 4. Um, and then, yeah, like, I think... I mean, fuck, Hellblade was originally an indie title. It was $20. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just a really good indie. But, yeah, that it, I think it all depends. Because, like, Ninja Theory has had the, you know, the pedicure to be like, hey, we, people know Ninja Theory. Some of it bad because of DMC, but some also really good because they had they didn't make it slave before that. People really liked it. DMC still did really well yeah. and still has a cult following. And they did an indie game about psychosis. So I don't know. The indie stuff is very interesting, and I'm, I, I definitely want to, if we had more time, dive deep into that. Um, but you know, we try to keep these podcasts under hour thirty. So yeah, or else we'll have to cut them in half and call Landon and be like, help. Hey, can you, uh, can you do this for me, man? <laughs> no, um, I feel like once I get, uh, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get like Pro Tools or something soon. Just, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Um, but once I get, uh, we're gonna have to work up to that. Yeah. Once I get a better audio equipment, then we can have three mics instead yes. of the sharing of one. <laughs> so passing between and yelling and <laughs> I mean, it's still been fun, but, like, if we're going to have someone like Devony or Taylor or, like, God forbid, have, like, multiple people on one podcast. Yeah. It's not going to work with us just, oh, here you go. You know. We but, just got to sit face to face with our mouths only being separated by the microphone. Yeah, that'll be great. Can't wait to get me too on my own podcast. <laughs> just like, I didn't feel comfortable here. I'm like, I just we didn't have anything else, my guy. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> No, um, yeah, it's, it's very weird. I mean, we talked a little bit about last week and now this week, it seems Xbox is in the, in the best position they could be in. I mean, they got Halo this year. Um, Game Pass is getting hella great games. I mean, they got an indie game, The Ascent, which I'm very excited for is coming out on Xbox. We got obviously Psychonauts 2, Stalker 2 next year, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 5, which... I can't believe I'm saying that I'm excited for a fucking car game, but hey, game looks beautiful. That yeah. game looks beautiful, and it's running on Xbox One hardware. Yeah, like that's what's insane to me. Um, I'm following that one. I'm not gonna play it, but I'll be watching it closely. I, I mean, I have a Game Pass, so I might as well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, true. So, I, I'm excited though. Just as we grow closer, because I, I definitely think we're gonna have a bigger playstation event mm-hmm. it's a little upset that they're not showing up for e3 yeah and but and to be fair it, the c3 wasn't that good we'll see on thursday because i feel like this is definitely there we're not going to be at e3 but this is their e3 yeah so if it's shit then there's a lot of goodwill lost there I want to know, because they, they, granted, they are saying, hey, no Horizon and no God of War. Mm-hmm. I wonder, because they said third party in indies, do you think that means Final Fantasy 16? I would hope so. I Honestly, I think we're going to see Forspoken more than we're going to see Final Fantasy 16. That other Square exclusive. Yeah. I'm going to be real, real, at that point, just fucking buy Square. Stop teasing me like that. Yeah, like they keep being like no, you need to put Final Fantasy on this thing for this amount of time because that's our thing, but it's not their thing, and it's never really... It hasn't been their thing since 13, since 20... 2009, I was going to say 2009. Yeah. But, yeah, like, so it's it's weird. Like, Final Fantasy has quite literally for almost more than a decade not been a, a exclusive to Sony. 
mm-hmm. and it's very annoying that the Sony is now just grabbing cock and be like, no, 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 come here. And 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 Square Enix is like, yes, honey. <laughs> I wonder, uh, do you think Seven's gonna even come to the Xbox? It's hard to say at this point. I thought it was a year exclusivity, right? Well, it was, and they they upped it because of Integrate. Okay, well, so I think Integrate is only six months though. We haven't heard anything about just base seven in a long time, so I don't I don't see it happening at this point. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I'm gonna so we call it there. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, follow us on you know the Instagram Instagram at sidequest underscore podcast okay sidequest underscore podcast um I I've been doing a lot of thinking mm-hmm. um I'm gonna talk to BJ more but like I have ideas for like you know where this podcast can go like this this week we tried to stay more on topic with you know articles and going from there and getting more information and you know we're gonna try to keep this podcast under 130 and kind of go from there but you know obviously let us know anything we want to keep this going for as long as we can um once i can get this stuff on like youtube and we get some more fans maybe get some things going more and just see what happens yes and please let us know your thoughts on the instagram um even if you have only bad things to say i would love to hear them just let us know like like you can straight up tell me tell us like eh kind of a shit episode you know and i'd be like ah cool all right so like, let's not hey, do that you guys again. are a bunch of dick sucking idiots i'd be like okay noted <laughs> no we'll take that into account <laughs> well, well that'll be brought up in the next meeting <laughs> but uh yeah no uh thank you guys for listening um let us know what you think of current gen now where where it's going what's what's happening and with the oled switch are you yeah. gonna buy it or not yeah definitely are you buying the oled switch or not because i need to get more of a litmus test on that it seems very half and half for me right now yeah but yeah guys as always stay safe out there stay sexy and as always take it sleazy